you can just no. 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 No, no, you no, 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 we got lots more questions to ask you. I'll just go order a pizza, you guys do your thing. Okay, you, you go thing. order your pizza. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Testies, testies, I've got two. Breaker one, two. Alright, cool. Breaker, breaker one, niner, she's a flatliner. Testies, testies, I've got two. Yep. Testies. I'm going to say that next week when I'm testing the mic. Testies, <laughs> one, two, three, I guess. Today I said Joey Buttafuoco and uh, David Hasselhoff. I heard the days of David Hasselhoff. Those were my mic tests. I looked for okay, the Baywatch let's go. running okay. down the straightaway. Three, no, no camera jokes two, week, guys. and one. Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome. Another Rumble Over the Thunder podcast here at the X-Bar in downtown Kakona. Fantastic, Dan. Yes, indeed, we are on the number two, three. Podcast 23, Andy Monday. How we doing? What are you thinking, 23? Let's go Dave Van Elzen. Ooh, you took mine. Oh, did yeah, I? took mine. Yeah. Randy Dan, Yeager? I got nothing. Dan, Randy yeah, Yeager Randy. before he switched to 67? Oh, Devin the Dagger Yeager. Devin the Dagger How about uh, TJ Lamers? Ooh, that's a couple a of years one. ago Last in the late best. models. Yeah. I was looking through all the names to try to find it today because, you know, they archive all the points. There were, and you saw Dave Van Elzen? I in saw there? Dave Van Elzen, and Dave actually raced against my dad at Shawano back oh. in the day. That's he, cool. He has continuously told me about the time that he took fast time away from my dad. I've heard that story about <laughs> five times now. My dad wants nothing to do with that story. How many years did your dad race at Shono? Hmm, probably for quite a while. I think Is he retired like, in 79. Okay. So my sister was born in 81, and he was done racing by then. Got it. Yeah, but he did the whole Shono, De Pere, Seymour. Shy Octon back in the day. Back Apple in the Creek day. Speedway. Yeah. Back in the day when All you could race tracks. anywhere. And like I joke with Lauren Leach, you could race eight days a week. Well, let's get right into it. We have a very special guest here tonight. Dun, da, da, da. And usually this is the division we talk about last. We get to talk about it first here tonight. They didn't have to race last tonight. Yeah, we Rock, did finish the race before the Supers tonight. Rockstar Russ. Lord Becky, how are you? Pretty good. Okay, we got to get right into it. Tell us about the car. The um, sharp-looking figure-eight car. So honestly, I mean, everybody said it looks way too good to be racing figure-eights, but I came across a deal, and I called my old man, and I said, hey, and I sent him a picture of it, and I'm like, what do you think of this? And he instantly called me back and said, I will pay half. Get it. Nice. And so I, I went and picked up the body. It was a little banged up and made a couple new fenders for it and some different bumpers. And, you know, me and some buddies, just a couple 30 packs later, we got a 55 <laughs> Chevy that's yellow with purple flames. It definitely stands out in the crowd. I mean, it's, it's uh, head and shoulders by far the best appearing figure eight car we have out there on Thursday nights. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, we, like I said, we put a decent amount of time into it, and my wife actually painted the flames, and it was kind of funny because she's, um, she's an artist. Like, she went to school for it. And so I go to her, I'm like, baby, you need to paint my flames on my car because I can't do it. But there's a catch. You have to do it with this paintbrush. And I hand her a 4-inch paintbrush, and I said, I need 1955 flames on this car. I don't want nothing special. I want you to paint them with this big fat brush so you can't make them too good. And I'm like, and remember, this is a figure eight car. You <laughs> might be painting these flames on 15, 16 times this year. Could be a weekly occurrence. Yes. So I'm like, so you need to be able to do it in a timely fashion. And so that's what she came up with. So I think it, it turned out really well. And when I see that car going out there, I just think of Crazy Taxi. That's the first thing that comes to mind is Crazy Taxi. The video game, right? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. That's old school PlayStation, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Hey, yeah. He, he knows his video games, but he still hasn't seen Days of Thunder. Yet. Yeah. You still haven't seen it? Yet. Didn't we talk about this like three weeks ago? I mean, we may have <laughs> talked about it three weeks ago, but that doesn't mean I've had time. Uh, Rockstar Russ, how many times have you seen Days of Thunder? Oh, my God. A year or are we seeing it as a whole? <laughs> how many times did I watch answer. it last week? <laughs> I mean, you got to watch it at least once or two before each season, right? Right, I mean, yeah. I think it's man law. Well, well, I guess I have to hand in my man card then. I will bring you the DVD next week. Right. Please do. Then you still won't watch it. i got to guess that thing's on like not. Netflix or Hulu or something. It isn't. You? It isn't. No, no I it's think they pulled not. it, didn't they? They used to have it on there. Yeah, Nicole Kidman wanted too much money. Ooh, that's too bad. Probably. Yeah. Is that why Batman Get me out of the car, Cole. Get me out of the car. You're scared. Anyway, Rockstar <laughs> Russ, now you talk about how nice your car is, and we've seen it. But I remember you back kind of from my slinger days when I was working there. And then, of course, you've been here at WIR for quite a few years now. And you've always come up with odd-looking things that aren't necessarily your figure-eight car. I mean, I remember 
you had the, the car where you would stop and it would roll. The rollover car. We'll be bringing that out this year, actually. Okay, and the skid plate car, that actually yeah. was just half of a car. Correct, yeah. And I actually raced that at Slinger a oh, couple times. Oh, that was your car? And Yeah, and I, ra- I took it out to the Dells and won out there with it, too. That car's won more. Actually, that car's won more races than any other car I've ever owned, which is kind of funny because I didn't pay anything for it. <laughs> where do you get these ideas? Some people say I don't sleep at night. Um... The nice thing about running figure eights is what I love so much is I can do things that other race car drivers can't do. You can't build cars like I do and get the kids involved because you are so worried about you know aerodynamics and going fast where figure eights is more, we're 20 drag races. Well, most of the time at 10 laps, but this year, of course, because the Jeff is 13. But, uh, you know, so it, I mean, it's just strictly drag races. And, you know, you got to turn at the end. So I can do things with my cars to get the kids involved. You know, if, if the kids stop coming, we don't have anything to do years from now. So we have to keep them in the sport. Otherwise, we don't get to go out and have fun. Or it's going to cost us just a lot more. Great point. Yeah, and part of that, too, is the bus racing, right? I love the bus races. And you I never, never want to finish a bus race. I want to destroy every bus I ever drive. <laughs> And we got a new bus coming out this year. I think I had a bus driver like that in high school, too. Nice. Except he just never accomplished the feat. <laughs> so give us a little background about the bus racing. So for the listeners that haven't been to the EV Destruction, they do figure eight bus racing. And yeah, I mean, it's... It's an old school you, bus. You, you buy it and gut it? Yeah, you buy... You don't... I don't even gut them. Okay. I like to keep them big and whole and heavy and, you know, safe. You know, a, a heavy school bus, the way it is built, is a safe school bus. I can destroy it, I can smash it, I can do whatever I want to it, and I'm going to be safe in it because it's built to be safe. The way I see it, you start gutting them and stuff, you're kind of ruining it. And I've had people come up to me and say they hate, you know, the, the buses that are all done up or made to go fast because it's a bus. Who cares how fast you go? We, we want to smash and crash and put on a show is what I want to do. So you remember I, the movie Speed? Yes. Oh, with yeah. the bus. Can't drop yes. under That's what you should do with your school bus is the dropout little floor thing. Oh, Put a mannequin on that and have it drag underneath the bus for the I race. Like, this like you have a mechanic like trying to disarm idea. a bomb. Oh, that is a good idea. Underneath. Yes. You can't drop below 55 miles hey, an hour it. either. There you go. You got to put a wildcat on there, right? That's what Sandra Bullock was. The <laughs> wildcat. Nice. Have Dennis I Hopper actually, hanging around. I was at Slinger. I was running four cylinders at the time. And they had like four buses for sale. And they said buy a bus and race next weekend and i turned around and looked at my brother i said should i buy a bus he's like hell yeah now, and that, then i was figure eight bound ever since now let me ask you this question because it intrigues me a bit how do you get the bus up here do you drive the bus from now you're oh yeah you're from right where? down the freeway where, where i'm just south of slinger so okay. it's, a, it's an hour and a half hike so you drive the bus all the way down now, what does the bus look like while you are driving it here? Is it I done up? It's or all is done it? up. Okay. All done up. Last year, I had, you know, <laughs> skull and crossbones on the side. <laughs> and it, the funny thing was, I had so many cars to bring up. Well, two years ago is when I brought the bus up. And I had so many vehicles to bring up that I had to drive one vehicle. My brother had to drive another. I had another friend drive another. And my dad was all about driving the bus. My dad instantly stepped up, was like, I'll drive the bus. <laughs> I'm like, all right, deal. And he drove the bus up, and he loved it. All the kids coming up next to him and I thumbs gonna, up. Yeah. They love it. I, I still, I get that with the car. Looks. I can't drive. You know, I drive all the way up here with an open trailer for a reason. That's a beautiful thing. You know, it's fun. Yeah, that's half the fun. Yes, indeed. I'm sure everybody takes a look. And I know if I passed that bus on the way up Highway 41, I would definitely be interested in where that thing might be going. Yeah. Well, every everything this year at the e, we, I always try and do a theme or try and keep it so, you know, because I'm jumping from vehicle to vehicle, I want everybody in the stands to know, hey, that's the one I want to watch because Rockstar Russ is in it. And so every vehicle this year will have be yellow with purple flames, Very which nice. is pretty easy with a bus. I don't even have to paint the whole dang thing. I can just put the flames on it. So here's the question that I think is looming out a lot of people's minds when the figure eights come out. You know, with the passing of Jeff at the Eva Destruction last year, just what's the mentality been like for you guys? I know you've all kind of tried to bond together a little bit to maybe make the rules a bit safer and things like that. Just, you know, what's it, what's it been like in that pit area this year? Um, 
I mean, to be honest with you, I don't, I don't even scale the car without thinking about that moment. Um, <clears throat> stepping in a figure eight car after being in a race, if something like that happens, I mean, I get, I got goosebumps right now just talking about it. Um, I cannot even crawl in the window without thinking about that moment. Um, I mean, and being on the track and just a tragic, but yet, I mean, such a out of the ordinary, you know, thing to happen. I mean, you know, the car was safe, everything was safe, and it just, it was just, everything went, everything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, and it is very eerie going out there, um, not only without, with having him not out there, but just knowing that's where it happened. Um, it's just something that you will never forget. You, you can't forget that that happened. Um, and it's, you just, you just move on. I mean, I remember when we were out on the track and they're like, okay, get in your cars. And we all just looked at each other like, oh my God, we got well over half this race to go yet. I have to climb back in this car and try and drive it. And unfortunately I had a really good night as far as finishing and, you know, it was my best finish at the eve and it was the worst race of my life. And so it's hard to it's hard to comprehend even what happened. And really you guys are such a tight knit group too. Uh, just I'm sure something like this had to bond you guys even closer together. I mean I I always say I mean every we all say it's our family. You know our every race car driver it's our second family out there, but I, I do believe that figure eights is a little bit closer. I mean we the Crossing in the X almost connects you a little bit closer than any other race car driver, I think. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's it was tragic. I mean, I, you know, we we came all the way up here for the the funeral and everything, and and you know, people asked if you know if I was gonna go, and I'm like, well, yeah, I, I have to. Yeah, like you said, I mean, it's it's like a brother of mine that passed, and and I didn't know Jeff that well. You know, all I knew him from was racing. But I still felt more of a family connection versus uh, that's my competitor. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. It's really hard. Really hard. Yeah. And I mean, obviously, you know, you guys have come out and you continue to put on the shows. And, you know, it's. It, it's well, I told my wife, yeah, I'm like, I'm running full time next pretty, year. Yeah. It's pretty surreal still yeah, out there. It is. And I, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm running full time next year for Jeff. Like, I'm literally, I, I'm going to figure out a way whether I got to call every last person I know and find as many sponsors I can I'm running a full season this year for Jeff and we're going to come out I mean look at the cars this year we got six cars in the 19 seconds in figure eights I mean we're nose to tail we're running just everybody's put I mean look at what's happened so far you you can't pass anymore you're you're moving people to pass as everybody is watching so there's yeah you're all very it's close racing. Line at every it's at every turn. It's tough. You, I mean, to pass out there is nearly impossible. So when you do actually win, you've been toying with me a little bit here about what's going to happen. <laughs> now, can we can we if you bring the scissors? Can we broadcast this to the podcast? If you bring the scissors, I'll let you trim the goatee all trim. the way down. He's got about four and a half inches, maybe five inches yeah, of. It's, it's almost down oh, to the shirt. Yeah, line. Look at he pulled it down now. Now it's closer to six inches. Right. You act like I would carry your own scissors to a racetrack, but I may bring some next week. Maybe yeah. I'll bring a good buck. It, I mean, maybe it I will. Do, I do have a pair of scissors in my glove box. Perfect. Got a sawzall in the trailer. Yeah. Hey, that'll work. Snips. <laughs> Tin snips, well, I, yeah. Yep. I kind of told my wife, I'm like, it sounds like I'll trim, because my wife hates the goatee, and I'm like, either it's going to get trimmed at my first win, or whenever it starts on fire from working on the figure eight car. Well, I mean, given what happened in the super late model race, that may not be that far off. Maybe an inevitable thing. I did light up last year. I don't know if you guys saw the picture. There's a wicked picture of me lit completely up in flames with one of my other cars last year. So it could happen. Yeah, well. That's the old adage when you put flames on a race car, it's bound to happen to have flames. I think I did it as hoping that the flames are already here, they're not going to come. <laughs> Scare the Wishful real flames away like a scarecrow or something, right? Right, right exactly. <laughs> Reverse psychology. There we go. Well, Russ, we thank you for joining us here at the X Bar. And uh, before we let you go, we'd like to give 
all of our guests the opportunity to kind of talk about the people that make it possible for them. You know, you discussed your wife, obviously your brother, your yeah. dad, sponsor. I got a, a got? friend of mine, Kevin. Kevin Kohler. He is he is my guy. He's helped me build this car. Um, we've drank many 30-packs sitting underneath the car trying to find speed. And we went from last year to being seconds off the pace to being where we're at, being right up there running up front with the guys um, and actually being able to, to handle the car and race the car. So I got to definitely thank him. Of course, sponsors, you know, they're, they're only on the car because of their friends of mine or they like what I do. You know, they're not getting any business up here. So to have sponsors for me to travel an hour and a half away is phenomenal. Um, Polyak Trucking, great friends of mine, Mike and Pam, love them. They sponsor me for years. Um, a Ronin Steel, every figure eight driver has to have a steel sponsor. Amazing, amazing place down by me. Um, PMF Landscaping, um, he also at Froggy, he sponsors a bunch of cars up here. He jumped on board with me this year. Um, so I mean, it's it's great. Joe Mama's, it's a bar down by me. Amazing food. If you ever get in the area south of Slinger, well, you got to go, go to the there. Internationals, so I would imagine we'll be down there. I mean, they got amazing food. You want to talk about, you know, food that's going to put you in the grave, but tastes amazing. That's the place. Very nice. So, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Hey, great to have you. I'll be on when I win. Okay, soon. S- sooner than later. Do it. Hopefully. Minus a little beard. Do it. But we'll be happy to have him again. Oh, I'll be. You might I want to see what happens. probably shorten the podcast with me when I win. I want to see what happens at the X bar when you win because you're the life of the party here. here right. Whether you finish seventh, whether you, I don't know, maybe spin somebody out like last week, you still get the party going down here. So what's going to happen when you win besides the goatee? I, have, I think all I have already, break We've loose. already talked about drivers and how I'm not driving home that night because normally call. I drive home. So I gotta gotta I gotta be tame and you know mind my p's and q's and go to work the next day. Well, we actually we actually bought a brought a driver with us tonight because we thought we might have had a chance at it, but uh, it didn't happen. So, well, we'll keep him on call for you. He is on call. All right, thanks for joining us, Rockstar Us Lord Becky, joining us here at the X Bar. Oh, Rockstar Us Lord Becky giving us a very nice interview. Quite the character, quite the guy, lots to say. Definitely. Great to have him on board. Let's jump into tonight's action. Woo! She's a bit of a rough one out there. Yeah. It kind of happens when it's hot, though, doesn't it? It was hot, and there was a full moon, in case you didn't notice. It was like the perfect mix of terribleness. A lot then, of delays, a lot of cleanups. Yeah, and then the green was on the barrel, too. I didn't want to say anything about that, but with the green light on the barrel, Why that might have been a green on the barrel? I don't know. It might have been bad luck. Hmm. Race car drivers don't like green, right? We saw some pink on the wall out of turn four as well. Yeah. There's a wreck in the heat race with uh, Tara Springstroll right. and Randy Yeager, and her pink front nose screen is, like, embedded into the turn mm. four wall now. It's not good. Yeah, and that took a while to clean up. And hats off to the safety crew. I know there were a lot of people asking questions, why is this taking so long, what's happening? Well, the zero car wedged under, and then once the rebound picked up, they got hooked bumper under the frame rail and then you kind of got to try to do your best to separate the cars without breaking the cars and unfortunately that just didn't happen kind of reminded me of uh, last year at plover on labor day yeah when it was dalton and cole anderson yeah they were wedged together i mean what do you do yeah you can't just start cutting cars apart right yeah they don't appreciate that at all we (laughs) actually let the crews come out there and we said okay if you guys want to cut the cars apart go ahead and do it but it's not going to be on us but tonight a little bit different of a story and I don't know that there were much that the crew could have done. If they needed the jaws of life to cut these cars apart, had to be pretty well entangled, Yeah, I would guess. Yeah, it just goes to show how uh, fast we're going out there, and that was at the start of the race even. Right. You know, so they're just trying to get up to speed, and unfortunate both Wenzel and uh, Tara, heavy damage to both of those cars. going to be maybe a while before they're back out. Right, but good night for you again. Fast time, fourth, seven points out of the point lead. Johnson, five back to Calmus, seven back to you. So you're only seven That'll back work. out of the lead. Not That'll bad. Work. Not bad. Not I bad at all. I remember something like this last year. Maybe. Uh, yeah. You know what? You know so what? Speaking of last year, last year, I forgot to share this with you guys, but on my uh, Facebook memories one year ago today. Oh, come on. We were going to save this for next week. We we had a coming soon. We... we, we 
had the discussion about doing the podcast this night last year and got the approval from the club. Apparently, so you were listening anniversary. to me when all three of us first were setting up because I was the one who said that. Oh, I wasn't here. Half Dan. An hour. Uh, no, you were here. All <laughs> Dan, three of us were sitting around. You got to get used to this. He's a race car driver. He's taking the glory. That's true. It just happens. I, I was sharing it with everybody. You're just taking the glory. <laughs> it's okay. Pizza. We, we still like you anyway. No, back to the race. I mean, it was nice to. Hey, that's a mac and cheese pizza. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Looks good. Where? I get a mac and cheese pizza. Of course, Dan digs right in. Apparently, I'm getting two pieces. Dan, it's gonna be really hot. So you know that cheese is really hot. Pizza bandit. Let's put that right here. I was gonna say, am I gonna hold this the rest of the pod? If you would, you could be like. This is the most like cheese and feed Dad and his grapes. No, it was a good night. Uh, we've been struggling a little bit with qualifying, so it was nice to get back on track with that and get a fast time. And then uh, awesome roll of the dice. I rolled a six, so Did we Bobby started Kendall 14. Did thank you? To put him right on the pole. Yes. That is uh, our sixth different winner this year. Yes. So we got to keep the streak going. It. Had to work for it. And why not listen to what he had to say about it? Bobby Kendall picking up his first win of 2018. You had to work for it. Two car first, 47 car later. Just tell me about it. Yeah, we were just a little bit, you know, tight early on, and uh, the car just came to me. is is a longer run, so uh, yeah, we were able to hold them off, and I just hit my marks. And uh, you know, at the end there, I seen Casey moving through the field pretty good, and he got to my bumper real quick. But uh, you know, like I said, we just hit marks and kind of pulled away a little bit and kept some space. So uh, that was a good night overall. Yeah, and maybe not the qualifying effort you wanted, but you kind of forget about all that once you head to victory lane, right? Yeah, we haven't been qualifying the way we should. Uh, I don't know what it is. We're, after last year, you know, we had this thing dialed in pretty good, but uh, hopefully we're getting it back there, you know, for, for the rest of the season here. Yeah, you still have a lot of season left to go, and, I mean, obviously you kind of look at the points now and where they're going to sit in August when we really start getting to the grind is, you know, to be determined here. But just, you know, what's your thought process on where you and your team can go here over the next few weeks to try to get into contention? Well, uh, hopefully we're pretty close here. I mean, it's the best the car's felt in a while. So uh, we'll work on it during the week, and uh, hopefully we're close, make a couple minor adjustments and come back out. But, uh, yeah, we just got to get this qualifying down and get the dash. That's hurting us the most here. Uh, so hopefully this is about evened out tonight with the points, and uh, we were able to stay somewhat close to them. You got a nice new trailer here, too. Yeah, that's what happens when the wheels fall off the other one. You got to get a new one. <laughs> How long had that trailer been in service? I know your dad used it for a while. Oh, uh, 20 years, I think. And they were down in Florida with the bush car and hauling way overweight. So, now uh, yeah, we got our use out of it. It was time for a new one. For sure. Now, next week, the script flips a little bit. You're going to have to start in the back. How do you prepare for something like that, knowing that you're coming back and you're already sort of handicapped for the next week? Well, uh, like I said, we're going to have to qualify because we're going to have to start back there anyway. So if we can get it to start off with a fast time and, uh, you know, get as many points as we can in the dash and, you know, work our way through the field and hopefully the car is a little bit better next week. Well, that is Bobby Kendall, victorious, like you said. Lots and lots of feature winners this season. You've got yours. Tell me about getting through the field tonight. Um, it was interesting. There were um, some good battles in front of us uh, early on. Uh, Griesbach and the 72 were side-by-side -side for multiple laps. Then the 3 and the 07 were side-by-side -side for multiple laps. And then uh, towards the end, uh, Kelmus had a good run and was on the outside of efforts for fifth. And they paddled really hard, and Sawyer ended up pulling back ahead of them. Um, and then we kind of sorted that out at the end. So um, a lot of good racing out there. I think we only had one yellow. Alex Stump had a yeah, that was issue, tough. and glad to see he was all right. I know they had the ambulance and stuff over there, but... Uh, you know, had to fire in the car and, um, you know, it take some work to get that one back out here as well. But all in all, good night of racing. And uh, Casey Johnson really moved through that field pretty quick, too. He started back where we were. I think mm -hmm. he started 11th. Yeah, second and, week that uh, he's done that. A couple more laps, he might have won that thing. Yeah, and in the dash, just sort of waited until that last lap and then whoosh, right around the outside. That was cool. Yeah, that was really neat. I saw Mark Allen, podcast listener. Um, he had a video mine? up of it, and uh, it was uh, neat to watch the end of that, and he just squeaked it out at the line. Yeah, for sure. And uh, once again, you know, I am a fan of semi-features because I feel like a feature, obviously, you're racing for the win. You're racing for the points, but in the semi, 
You're racing either for the win or you're racing for that final transfer spot do or to die. get in. It is do or die. It's go time. It's quick. And another frantic, I guess that's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah Last chance race. Unfortunately, maybe a little too frantic this time around. Yeah, they didn't even complete all the laps, did they? No, I think they got to about seven. Seven to go. Seven or eight. Yeah. 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 And there was a there was a heated exchange in the pits afterwards too with the uh, thirty three and the five teams because that, that was kind of the last uh, yeah. yellow there that uh, little aggressive driving but you know it's part of it like you said top four transfer you got to go everybody's trying to get in those final spots and um, tonight it ended up being Springstro, um, Stump. Seidel, and I'm missing and Michael Anthony. Michael Anthony yep. was third, yep. And so good rebound for him to get back. By the way, that move that Alex Stump made to get into the they, – they're coming back to green, and he just sweeps around Mike Reichenberger, and they had been told that the next yellow was going to bring the checkered as well, and that happened the next lap. So Stump needed to make that move, and made he made it. Happen. it. He made it. Made it happen. So uh, if, if you folks decide to go grab yourself a soda or a burger or something when that last chance race is rolling out for the super late models – I would advise you to probably do that beforehand because this is kind of becoming the race to watch each and every night. Absolutely. Well, not just a super late model first-time winner on the year, but a first-time winner in the late models as well. Last year's champion, Travis Rodewald, picking up his first win of the season. We chatted with him. Travis Rodewald finds his way to victory lane tonight in the late models. Travis, uh, not the start to the season you had wanted. How good does it feel to finally have the ship kind of pointed in the right direction? Or is it kind of where you want it to be? Well, there's still work to be done in the car yet. There's a lot more improvements to be done. Um, but, yes, we had a rough start to the season. Uh, we, uh, we made a lot of changes. We're on this new tire that I've never raced on before, and it is way different than what I've run in the past. So we've been making changes every week. And uh, slowly but surely, we're going to be back up front and running, and I guarantee by the end of the year we'll be challenging for, uh, for a, uh, a championship again. Yeah, and you do put yourself really back in a contention, not only with the win tonight, but the second-place finish last week. How good does it feel to get the validation here of the win? Well, the, the win means a lot because when a guy who won a championship in the last year you, – you have high standards when you come into the following year, and we had a very rough start to the season. We uh, had a DNF, so I mean, I was starting to get down in the dumps and and uh, getting ready to, to to cancel my year here. But uh, uh, we're gonna keep digging, keep working hard, and uh, this win really makes me want to come back and work even harder. Excellent battle tonight with Nate Van Wyk, and up front, you guys in the late models uh, really put on a show, and you've been doing it all year long, all of last year as well. Uh, just tell me about the competition level tonight and the way it's been the last year or so. Oh, the competition is unbelievable. The top seven guys here are, are hard to beat. It don't matter who you're with. But, I, you know, we just try to run clean and try to be there at the end of the race. And uh, there, ain't, there ain't one guy who can't win a race here. So, I mean, it's, you're, you're running against stiff competition. So it's very difficult. You mentioned the tire. How long did it take you into the season to feel like you had a grasp on it? Do you feel like you have any kind of a grasp on it, or do you think that's something that you and some of the other guys are going to be chasing all season long? Well, every week, it, the tire is still changing every week. Um, we're getting a grasp on it now, yes. Uh, we, we It took us like five weeks to finally start figuring it out. But uh, we're going to keep working because there's still a lot of improvements we can do. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. This this tire just isn't for me. It's a it's a handful, and I know a lot of other drivers are are saying the same thing. So, see where it goes, right? Yes, sir. All right. So next week's another challenge. Another challenge next week, and uh, from the back next week. As from well. the back, yep. We'll get it all. We'll be up front when when the end of the race comes. So Travis Rodewall picks up the win. Still trying to figure out the tire. I know you have someone very near and dear to you, Andy. That is also attempting to figure out the late model tire what's brian saying um brian's good with it he raced on a little bit in years past with the big eight series and stuff down at the dells um and he kind of understands that everybody's dealing with the same thing so uh brian made some changes with his shocks this week seemed to help his car a little bit got out in practice last night um so yeah everybody's still kind of throwing stuff at it i know jesse bernhagen had some mechanical stuff he was dealing with tonight still at fast time by the way Good run for him. Jesse uh, sandbagged us a little bit. He had a big announcement that he could have made tonight. But? 
during opening ceremonies. He didn't do it. But I happened to walk down to the pit area and noticed a rather large ring oh. on Becca's finger. Tie in the knot. Yeah. Nicely done. Congratulations to him and Becca. Yeah. Really now? Yeah. Nice ring, too. Ooh. Like, probably a season's worth of tires, maybe. Not sure, that's a, that not sure that's a great decision, but <laughs> it's done. For the ring or the tires? Yeah. Because we know no, the tires... No, no, the are, ring is a good no, decision. Yeah, we know the tires are the not tires, a good decision. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's done. It's done. So, another good race out there tonight for the late models, putting on a show. Got a little heated on the way out, too. I don't know. You probably didn't see this, but there were some cars playing bumper cars on the way into the pits. Yeah, Uh-oh. I saw that. Yeah. That was, yeah, that... Uh, uh, Got a bit rough out there. Yeah. Well, the late models in general were just rough tonight. Right, but they didn't wreck as much as they, no. as much as you would have thought they might have, like bouncing off of each other and stuff. There were a few good saves out of that. Yeah, there were. But anyway, another good night, another first-time winner in that division, and man, they just keep bringing the competition. Okay. I know this guy's like poised. He's, He's got antsy. his microphone. Another first-time winner tonight. His car crossed the finish line first last week, but then didn't make it through tech. It didn't cross the finish line first this week, but it made it through tech after finishing second. Scott Wolf, congratulations on your win tonight. Thank you. Friend of the podcast, Scott Absolutely. Wolf. One of three. Yeah, friend of the pod. <laughs> How's it feel, bud? It feels great. Yeah, can't explain it. Just super happy. How did you feel last week watching your car win, knowing that it's quick and then, you know, going through tech? What, what, what was that feeling like? Well, I got in uh, for the last three laps of the race, actually. I, I just got done with my uh, graduation banquet. And then knowing the car had the capability, I, I knew I just had to work way through. Dan. What? You work on this race car. you got to have a, a few bit. questions for him. I yeah, mean, Dan. Not really. I mean, you know we're going to take care of that camber, right? It's already taken care of. Woof. Did you guys flash that computer like we talked about last time? Hey, shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> I heard something from a uh, guy who was driving saying they were going to be checking uh, calibrations in the ECMs this week. Mm. Yeah, they didn't do that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they had uh, something for checking too. Interesting. You, know, you ran a hell of a race tonight, I thought. I mean, obviously, you got clipped at the end there by Bray, who, like we said, unfortunately for him, didn't make it through tech, but great show. Thank you. I, it was it was tough. I mean, trying to get by Meyerhofer there, several laps, I was trying to get down to that inside, and he had it protected well. And That outside, I was just having trouble holding tonight. It just seemed slick, and eventually got a little loose coming out of the corner and I was able to stick the nose in there and make it work and so what ends up so like what happens next now now that that car has been in the top two pretty much last two weeks at least at the very least up up and away right he's got a I mean I didn't check the points but you were up there pretty close already yeah yeah I think I was in fifth and then had the trouble with <laughs> Uh, tech last week I dropped down to 8th uh, not sure where this will put me now but I can only help so right yeah a few other cars got caught up in some wrecks tonight Heather Wolfgram spun 3 and 4 Jerry Conrad hit her had to get towed off um, what do you think about uh, the 46 car you think he's going to be back for the uh, white race I don't know. I don't think his points were taken off for the white race. I mean, he's still sitting, I think, just outside the top ten as of last week for the points in just the regular season. I did as look at the red, white, and blue, and he was still up there. He was still the top guy. Yeah, as of last week, he is tied for 11th in the regular season points. And then for the red, white, and blue. He was leading when I looked earlier this week. Then he probably is I don't know if they it. adjusted that or if they are going to adjust that. Uh, We're always the last to find out. Yeah, yeah, he's still leading the points, according to the website at least. It'll I, probably get re updated the next time you run. 
And I don't know if he's allowed to be claimed or not. I'm not real sure on the rule, but I I know it's one claim per driver per year, but I don't know if that well, applies if to the car claimed. if you keep finishing in the top two, you're going to get claimed. So oh, then you can tell us how that. that works. What are you going to do? What would you do? Cry. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's not going to solve anything. Believe me, I've tried that <laughs> a lot. We've seen you cry down here work. already. What would you do if you get claimed? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want to decline it. I, I really want to run for the points. I don't want to lose all that, but... Now that's a you swap cars, right? It's swapping money. I think it's the person claimed gets seven fifty, and you swap cars that night. Like you take your seat and your belts out of the car, and you drive your car over to the other trailer and load up. From what I understand, out of it. Now, at any point, can you claim your car back? I do not know. I would imagine. I think it's one claim per driver per year. So I'd imagine if you were claimed, you could claim your car back. I don't see but why you wouldn't be able to. Interesting. Now, is that one claim per car or per driver per year that, for instance, Emery claimed Brody so he can't claim anybody else? Or is that nobody else can claim Brody for the rest of the year? See, I, I think on the rules it says Emery can't claim anybody else, but I don't know if nobody else can claim Brody if he comes back. Well, you know who the best people to be or who the best people to ask would be. Not the three on the podcast. Correct. No. <laughs> yeah. We have absolutely no understanding. Definitely never ask the announcer. Yeah. I am he always knows, the last to find out. He is absolutely clueless. Yeah, and then I usually make stuff up just to talk and hear myself talk. And you love I thought that's what this was. Non-recorded. Well, not confirm nor deny. <laughs> that That's a yes. Mostly won't deny. That's a yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's hard being Matt. Yeah, it's hard. Hard living life. Living the life. Living some life. Well, anyway, Scott, congratulations. Great job. And You know, it's you get bragging rights now at work it, it, tomorrow. It's always fun to watch new drivers kind of emerge in divisions. And Scott, you know, has I, really improved a lot here this year. Maybe I won't have to hang my head at, at work anymore. What's that? Will he be most improved at the banquet? Hmm. Where did you end up in points last year? I think Had? I was... No, I wasn't that high. I think I ended up 18. Oh, okay. Mm. I was moving up. Top up candidate for that then. I, yeah, you're I, currently. I mean, as of last week, eighth, and I mean you're 70 points back. So, I mean you're long shot, but you got it. I got my money on him. I try not to think about it too much. I get in my own head otherwise. Hey Scott, how about I pick you? Yeah, it's no, always been no. good luck. <laughs> <laughs> no, have Andy pick him. <laughs> Come on. I won this week. Well, he did break the streak. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I was going to bring noisemakers to play on the podcast, you know, the, the birthday thing. like. Dan yeah, could put a drop in. Yeah. He would take some editing, but he could put a drop in. Probably. That'd be great. I would appreciate that a lot because okay. it's nice busting a cold streak. Do like the, the thumbs down fart noise one yeah. as soon as he goes to yeah. all right. Like, whatever. Now you guys are just hating on me. I mean, had I gone with my gut decision, stop, I would have won. Stop, No, no, I would have no, won had no, I gone with no, my gut, no, no, but I no, had two no. people that were off the mic going, pick Casey, pick Casey. You see what we did to you, though, yep. Dan? How'd that work? We, we won. That's mind games. No, you won. Yeah, mind games. You won. No, I, yeah. We just made sure no, you didn't win. We yeah, won by convincing you to take someone else. It's mind games. Exactly. All right, let's wrap up with Scott. He really right. doesn't care. I won't pick you, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Congrats. I think he's wrapped. I think we've... Yeah. Bu- I sponsor think plugs? I think he's befuddled. Yeah, probably. Uh, so I say thank you again to sponsors. Uh, Powerhouse Stumpin', Stump Grinding Removal, and then uh, Delicious uh, Cookie Dough and More. Yeah, I you saw had you the, had your car there. You had the, yeah. That's the cookie dough place where you get the cookie, just straight up cookie dough. Yeah, right? it's they've got... Uh, their, their main thing is edible cookie delicious. dough. Why have we not gone there yet? I don't know. We're going. Yeah, we have to go. And stop by, but he Podcast didn't try anything. Trip. No, because I had no money. Oh, well, there's a shocker. Hey, there's yeah. a surprise. <laughs> what? That I you had no, no money. money? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought yeah. being a podcast producer paid like six figures. No, no, he makes uh, all his money off of the videos. Oh yeah, that's zero. It's gonna happen. Shameless plug for videos later. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. it charges. Yeah, hint, hint. <laughs> all right, so Scott wins on the quarter mile tonight. Other winners on the quarter mile tonight. We talked to Rockstar Russ. Craig Van Wettering gets back to victory lane. A uh, little bit of a war of an attrition out there in the figure eights, and they got to run before the 
before everybody, you know, took a hike after the late model race. It's too bad they cool. didn't stop us for the red flag in like one and two. So and you could watch. We were I don't know that you'd want to be sitting <laughs> out there, though. I really don't think you'd want to be sitting out there. We yeah, just got to watch not. the cleanup. Yeah. Good patient race by Van Wetter and just kind of waited for Willie and then snuck past him at the most opportune of times. That's something, the way it's done. Something you would expect. Savvy veteran. Yeah, something you would expect out of a guy that's won all the races and all the championships that he has. So, good race out there. A lot of X-action mishaps, or near mishaps, we should say, Yeah. on the evening. It's a bit more entertaining to watch, but let's flip the script back around. Super Stocks, another division that had a little bit of a hard time tonight. They got cut, I think, four laps short. Yeah, four sounds about right. Yeah, Jeff Tremel wins right as the four and twenty-six get together on the final lap, and fifty-one got it. Like that was kind of a race where, if you weren't involved in something, I think you came were, out unscathed. Yeah, you're probably top three because it was sixty-five Tremel, the winner. Terry Van Roy finishing second in the fifty-nine, and then Rachel Meyerhofer fast qualifier third, and then I think everybody from there on back got involved in something or other. So what was it with cars climbing on top of other cars tonight? Mm. Uh, my only guess would be that it was a little hot inside the car, and uh, you can let a little more air in through the bottom. I don't know. I mean, there's that. I know that's not yeah, right. It was a full moon, guys. Yeah, yeah it was that's a full true. Moon. Full moon. Leapfrog. Okay. But hats off to uh, Rachel Meyerhofer and her dad and brother and everybody who helped get that 21 back for the bad wreck they had last right. week to come out and set fast time and... Uh, we talked to her a little bit on the front stretch. She wasn't entirely thrilled with the car yet. They still had some more work to do, but that's a big step forward because that thing was in rough shape after last Thursday. Yeah, and another jump toward the top of the points, too. She took a big hit last week, and this helps quite a bit. It's a good run there. Yeah. Sport trucks, Jason Plutz. No bad luck this got week. Got the truck to finish, and that was all he needed. Because Did you try to jinx him? No. No. I was listening, and I, I thought I heard you I say mean, something that I waited. Bad I luck has to plagued wait. the 96. I tried to <laughs> wait until it finished to get really deep into that, but you have to say a little something about it. Okay. And then you feel a little bad about saying it just in case something happens, like I did last week. Sorry. <laughs> but, no, it was good to see Jason finish. And now this week, Kylie Vandermoss is the one that has some problems, but luckily, luckily it happened on the last lap and she still finished third. Yeah, and Kyle Kuala wedged in there in second, so good run yeah. for all of them. And Marty Sokolik, top five, good for top him, five 51 for him truck. Well. Nice run, nice run for him tonight. So, sport truck points, wild. Bobby Wattier's up there, Plutz is back up there. I think Kylie's probably still leading. But it's going to be a good yeah. battle. I mean, we're six races in, we got nine to go. Uh, that's going to be a good one that's going to come down to the down to the end for sure. Just like it did last year, right down to the last, last turn, corner. Last turn of the race. It's the difference between going home disappointed and sleeping on a lawn chair. I wonder if no matter who wins the sport truck feature or championship this year, I wonder if we could talk that person into duplicating what Kyle did last year. I think they have to. I think it's... The, we, the bar's been set already, so they kind of <laughs> have to. Unless they're underage. I know Kylie can party. Oh, yeah. She would be out. Oh, yeah. And we know already that Kyle can party. Plutz is, Plutz is getting a little more... Uh, um, laid back, mature. We can corrupt will. him for one. I mean, but we, championship. Someone can corrupt him for one night. <laughs> hey. We, yeah, plural. Yikes! Mouse in your pocket. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, what happens if Casey wins the championship? He's got to drive back to Edgerton. He's gonna have to take the next night off. You would think so. There's probably a triple right. crown race at Madison or something the next day, or Midwest Tour. He's got to go to right away anyway. That's a night. That'll probably be a night race, though. He'll be able to True. handle it. But. We got a long way to go before. I know Kalmus will hang. Yeah. And I know the guy that's in third right now and might be on this podcast will definitely hang if he does it again this year. No, I might go be on the podcast. I go home, go right to bed. You're gonna go home. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, we'll believe yeah, that when we see it. Yeah, at one o'clock in the afternoon the next day. Man, that's fine. I, okay. I feel like you're st- I feel like the Washington Capitals <laughs> watched what you did after he won your championship and decided to like go your route by taking the cup through Washington DC jumping into a bunch of ponds that they're not supposed to be, fountains and things like that. They're like, no, look at this guy on Facebook Live. We have to be better. The Stanley Cup. Set the bar for partying. I think I saw another racer say that. It was Kyle Shear. 
Kyle Shear, yeah. Yeah, he's like, guy. This Andy Monday set the bar <laughs> for championships. Like, if, if you win a championship this year, you better do what Andy Monday did. And we all tried to do it responsibly so nobody had to drive and yeah, everybody right. had a good I time. I mean, we, so. we stopped the drinking before anybody got anywhere near driving, so we should at least say that. But, all right. But that's ways away. Way, Two months. Way, way, okay. okay, so final group that we didn't get into yet. Outlaws. Quarter mile eight models. Two different winners tonight. Two 15 lappers. Todd Bauman, new winner, coming home. And Corey Kempkis, first of the year in the five car. And it looked like Corey had a hard time in that second one holding off he was Kelsey Hollywood Hayes. He was pushing. He had a good run a few times on him yeah. and finishing second in that race. And Bauman finished third, so first and a third. Good on him. Nice. Really nice run. Did we have tonight. a new car out tonight, too? Was Jake Zielinski out? Jake Zielinski was. So was Jake Fuller. And Jake Fuller. Jake Fuller did not make it through hot laps, unfortunately. He ended up in the outside wall or at least down in the grass. I don't know if he got the wall or not, but uh, gotcha. unfortunate end of the night for him. But, hey, he did get engaged this week, so good for him. Everybody's getting engaged. Dan. Dan. Ugh, Dan. Ugh. Not yet. <laughs> not I know. It's yet. early in the game, but we got to give you a little bit. Start the. We'll start digging right now. Yeah. Start saving Fine, your whatever. Start saving your pennies. <laughs> yeah. You should have been out there for the coin drop. Hey, I'm a little too old for that. Sorry. We would have looked the other way. <laughs> Chop ten years off and maybe. I would have looked the other way. We were talking about the coin drop tonight, so Jason Fish, who's on my brother's race team, he runs a Grand National car. Former sport truck driver? Former sport truck driver, yep. Uh, we were talking about when we went to the kids' coin drop, about thirty years ago our parents brought us and he found the lucky half dollar with the hole in it Ooh. and won the Nintendo. And Nintendo had just come out in like 1989. Cow. And it was like super exciting at the Do you time. know how excited I would be if I won that now? A regular Nintendo? A regular Nintendo. You got it right like, now today. I have one in my basement. You have, have to take the game out. You have to blow in it. Right. You push it in, push it you down. You want to know something kind of interesting Nintendo. about that? Completely off topic from what this podcast is supposed to be. You're Go. not actually supposed to blow in the cartridges because it can ruin the contacts in them. But that's but the only way it works. Does it it's the only way it works. Exactly. Everybody yeah. does it anyway, <laughs> so it's a moot point. You got to get the dust out of there, man. Oh, oh and by the way, I have the it. Days of Thunder Nintendo game. Since Ooh. apparently you didn't see the movie, that was you a don't terrible have the game, game either. <laughs> Did you ever have Bill Elliott racing yeah. for NASCAR game Boy? Challenge? Ooh, that was a fun. They had like game. four tracks. Four tracks. Daytona. Yes. Talladega. Yes. And Michigan. Nope. Watkins Glen? Yes. And Sears Point. Two and road Sears courses Point. and two big tracks. <laughs> there, okay. there you go. And the road courses sucked. They were so hard. <laughs> I mean, they that's the way it is on so iRacing, too. How is that any different from real life anyways? No. I mean, like, this is the thing where you go into turn number one, and you can't steer the car enough, so then you just wreck right away, and the race is over. Oh, okay. So it yeah. is like real life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but then again, you're working on the D-pad without a steering wheel, so yeah. kind of Game Boy. Yeah. I'm the, bringing a Game Boy next week during this podcast. I have a Game Boy. Hey, could you, like, steal the Tetris music and put it in, like, right here? Or Zelda. I have the gold Zelda game. Is that worth money? No. Yes. Oh, maybe. The gold one, no. Or is that Link? Version 1.0, yes. Hmm. Which I have two copies of the version 1.0. But he doesn't have any money. Nope. And he's never watched Days of Thunder. Hmm. Yeah. You got a lot of 90s stuff, but you missed out And he's not married or engaged. Yet. (coughs) Yet. 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 <laughs> um, okay, hey, here's the track. Let's get back on it. Picks. Matt, I'm just, I'm just relieved. I'm relieved. I'm not happy. I'm relieved that I got one. Matt gets the win. Dennis Me and Prunty, Dan's pick yeah. get wrecked. Dennis Prunty finishing fourth. I'm Skyler Holzhausen qualifies third, takes the ultimate challenge, goes all the way to the back, drives all the way to the front, yeah. and then gets destroyed. Casey Johnson was in the same wreck. Yep. Unfortunately. And I'm still mad at you guys. Four. You guys were coercing Let's go me to back go and listen Casey to this Johnson. tape because I really, I really don't. I was going to pick Dalton. Oh, yeah, I got okay. saying Zier, but I think Casey Johnson. Like, because you guys go back were digging. Let's go back and, and check the tape. Go back and check the tape. It's not going to be on the tape. Go back and check the tape. It's on the podcast. It's yeah. up forever. It's episode 22. For all of God's children to listen to. Go to like the 49-minute mark or so. It's probably right there. Yeah. Okay. Well, I listened to it last night. Because and I he, wanted to make sure no, I won. Because he wanted to hear his voice again. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but I really wanted to make sure you didn't pick Zier because I was like 50-50 that you did. So Because I was talking about I it. I know you were. So and I, you I wasn't sure if you pulled the trigger or not. All right. You get first pick now then. What are we picking? What are we it doesn't picking? matter. 
Didn't we say we were going to do Slinger Nationals, or should we wait to do that next week? We're going to be a little bit closer. There's got to be some kind What's... There's a challenge series race next that Wednesday. Was tonight. Next Wednesday. Yes, at, at Plover. Plover. Over at Plover. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And they are, they are already qualified for that race, yep. too. So, so anybody else that kind of jumps what in, they have the to start at the back. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't even know uh, anything about that. Mm. Casey Johnson had fast time. I don't care about that. <laughs> I care yeah. about who's in it. Jordan Thiel and Wyatt Jordan Brooks. Thiel? No, Wyatt Brooks had fast time. Brooks and Thiel. Wyatt Brooks right had fast time. Oh, I'm sorry. See, Wyatt's look. fast. Mike Litchfield. Steve Litchfield. M.G. Gajewski. Jim Sauter Jr.? Mm. I don't no. think he was there. Uh -huh. I don't think he was there. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan Thiel. Otherwise, there is a tour race down at Rockford as well. Ah, I'm going to go with Jordan Thiel. You're going to pick Jordan Thiel yeah. for the Wisconsin Challenge Series race. July yeah. 4th. July 4th at the Golden Sand Speedway. I'll be Why there. Why not? I'll be there watching. You should come out. Be a good time. All right, I'm taking Wyatt Brooks, your teammate, right. to the Jordan Thiel. Okay. This guy's gonna mad. This guy's gonna be really mad, mad at me if I jinx him. He's gonna be really mad at me if I jinx him, but I'm picking him. 44. Quattro, Quattro, Quattro. Quattro. Mike Litchfield, don't let me down, brother. He did qualify fast. He time. don't listen to this anyway. He'll find out. He always finds out. Don't let me down, brother. Now Dan's eating other guys' pizzas. Yeah. Pizza, sausage, and macaroni. Dan, <laughs> one night I'd like to see you order a pizza, and then everybody else could eat yours for a change. I mean, maybe next week. Okay. What do you say? Next week, fireworks? Should we shoot off some fireworks next week after Let's the races? Let's do it. Blow some stuff up. It's going to sure. be a good time. going to be a lot of fireworks next week. Hopefully more so over the track than on the track. Is it a 50-lap feature next week, Super I don't late? think so. Uh, or regular? It is, it's the Joe Schneider Memorial. So usually we do more laps for that, we I think. We do, but I don't see it on the schedule. Okay. So I guess we're going to have to find out. And If you folks want to find out, that should probably be on the Fox River Racing Club Facebook page at some point. Or FRC.us might let you know as well. And Shout out to Tom Janikowski again for yeah, doing that site. If you're looking for any Pretty more sharp. information, check out what Tom's handiwork. Check out the Facebook page. That's where you can order videos from Dan, by the way. Absolutely. If you want to catch up, up on anything that you missed, they are $15 a night. Or if you want to order a division for the entire year, it's $20. So I went in to put an order in after I saw the post. Yep. And I went to select week two. And oddly enough, <laughs> it's not in there. So, yes. huh. Huh. And you already know the reason why. But it, I figure it everybody slighted. else too. got slighted. Uh, so right after week two finished up recording... My uh, my SD card uh, I know. went belly up. I know. So I'm just giving you a hard no time. Week two recording, unfortunately. So that's it, okay. Nobody wants to see who won <laughs> that anyway. If exactly, it, just get your first feature win next week. Here's the philosophical question: If Dan didn't video it, did it, it, it happen? happen? Did it happen? <laughs> didn't happen. Didn't happen. Well, you got a few more weeks to try to do it again. Let's do it. We'll see it. All right. Fantastic, Dan, the Pizza Man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> You're welcome. Andy Monday. I don't even know what to say. Just shaking his head. <laughs> Dan video over there. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. X-Bar, downtown Kakana. If you haven't paid it a visit, you need to come and do it. I'm going to talk to Craig after this. Next July 4th, or July 4th is a Wednesday this year. There's a 5K firecracker run that I'm signed up to do right down the road here in Kakana. Okay. I'm going to see if he can open this place up at about 8.30. And I'd like to go right from the run into the X bar with a group of people. Beautiful. What do you what and Wednesday's free free pizza on Beautiful. Top of it. Great idea. So except for the running. That's a terrible idea. Yeah, that is, is a terrible idea. Alright. Good job boys. We'll see you next week. Adios. See you next week.